0: Well, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on Dave Kinchin tonight. It's a marathon week during our inaugural week back uh, into the mix of things after some time away. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Dave Kinchin. Where. We talk about news and uh, we do interviews that cover a variety of public affairs issues around the country and, of course, around the world. Tonight, we are looking at a major issue brewing in New Jersey. It's been brewing for quite some time and could continue to set the pace for what's happening around the country as far as medical, recreational marijuana. Recreational marijuana is an issue in many, many states across the land. Um, We have developments here in New Jersey. In recent weeks, uh, the governor and state lawmakers have agreed in principle to a deal that would bring the garden state closer to, uh, well, gardening cannabis, uh, as as you can say, uh, moving the state closer to recreational marijuana. This is something that is uh, gaining momentum despite the fact that, according to a Monmouth University poll, 62% uh, uh, favor recreational marijuana Although 32% are opposed to it, uh, of course, the divisions are even uh, probably even more uh, controversial as you get down to various local levels of jurisdiction and that type of thing. But this will be regulated by the state. This is something that has been uh, moving for a while in many other states, as we know, of course, California, Colorado, many, many others now. Um, and we're just uh, setting the table for you. What we're going to do is do two podcasts on this topic. This is a podcast that will uh, talk with uh, folks who are opposed to recreational marijuana in New Jersey. We'll do another one uh, talking with the folks who do uh, support it. I've done some reporting on this, spoken with folks from the Coalition for Medical Marijuana in New Jersey who actually do support recreational marijuana in the Garden State. They say that this is something that's about time. They say that it's also a uh, – Program that will uh, help uh, take some uh, pressure off of the uh, law enforcement system for, uh, you know, arresting people for uh, minor amounts of possession. It will have state regulation, that sort of thing, as well. But opponents say that uh, medical, the recreational marijuana is simply too dangerous. The THC levels, for one, are very high. Uh, my guest tonight is going to be uh, Mayor Stephen Reed. He's the mayor of Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. He's also the executive director for Responsible Approaches to Marijuana Policy, New Jersey, or also known as uh, RAMP, New Jersey. Uh, so we are uh, going to be getting into this topic, again, in two podcasts, uh, this one looking at the arguments uh, against uh, recreational marijuana, and then we'll do another one uh, looking at the other side of the issue as well. Uh, so thanks for checking in. By the way, you can follow me on Twitter at Dave USA, and follow the show at Kinchin Tonight as well. So we thank you for uh, the support you've given us in the past, uh, checking us out uh, when we were known as Kimchen Gonzales Gonzalez tonight. We're back on now, uh, known as uh, Dave Kim tonight, and uh, great to be back in uh, the mix. Let me just see, uh, check the line right now. Uh, Mayor Reed, are you on the line, sir? I think I'll be with us in just uh, moments. Uh, so while we're uh, getting uh, set up and uh, waiting for our guest, uh, again, this is an issue that has um, – been developing for quite some time, actually, uh, our guest is with us right now uh, Mayor Stephen Reed of Point Pleasant beach uh, New Jersey, also the executive director of responsible responsible approaches to marijuana policy uh, Mr. Mayor, how are you sir
1: i'm doing great. thank you so much for thank having me so
0: much me. absolutely yeah, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this uh, topic. Uh, I know you've been following uh, this issue very closely. Um, in recent uh, days, I think it's been actually a couple weeks now, uh, New Jersey state lawmakers and uh, Governor Phil Murphy reaching a deal, well, an agreement on uh, a $42 per ounce tax on uh, marijuana, uh, recreational marijuana, also uh, reaching an agreement on how a state board would regulate it. Again, it's still, they still have to get this through the legislature and get the votes. Um, what is your overall take on this?
1: Well, my overall take is, you know, this is um, um, this is government at its worst. Or, you know, they're trying to figure out uh, how much tax they can uh, tax marijuana, and they finally come to an agreement with that. But there's such a, a long way to go here. You know, you have a, uh, you know, you have 21 uh, in the Senate. You know, you have 21 members that have to vote yes, and right now they maybe just maybe have 15 or 16 votes. I still don't know how they get there. Mm.
0: Uh, do you think, I mean, are you skeptical you think that this, this will probably uh, either fail or, or that you know, they're going to have to really work this out in a different way before something actually gets to the governor's desk?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a long way off, I believe. I, I, again, you know, the senators that are Democrats that um, are a no are a strong no. Um, and, you know, you may have one or two Republicans um, vote yes, but I, I think they're no as well. Uh, so you have a long road to go here. Um, now, believe me, Senate uh, President Sweeney, uh, he's someone who can get the votes. Uh, how he does that, I don't know, uh, because you have, um, you have three mayors who are also state senators uh, who are a strong no. Uh, they, they know that recreation marijuana in their town is just something that will not be good, and they know it will be a bad for New Jersey as well.
0: Was your town, uh, Point Pleasant Beach, one of the, the first to uh, pass regulations and ordinance against uh, this this matter?
1: Yes, it was. And at Point Pleasant Beach, we just didn't see it as a good fit. You know, we have a family-friendly town here. And uh, we passed an ordinance in 2017. In December, uh, you know, a governor um, was elected in November. And so that was one of the uh, top three issues that he was running on Um making recreation marijuana legal in New Jersey. And so we didn't really think anything of it. We just thought that it was the right thing to do for our residents and people visiting our town.
0: Do you think this is something that, um, you know, uh, as far as either the opposition or even folks on the other side, do you think a lot of this comes down to uh, sort of local control matters that often come up between you know mayors and and, and state lawmakers. Do you, do you see some of that there as a you know a reason for maybe some of the flashpoints around around the state?
1: Well, I, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, this is typical government, um, especially at the state level. They mandate um, programs and they want locals to to pay for. It. You know, they're promising. Uh, you know, before it was two percent of the. Uh, 12% tax was going to go to local towns who basically had a dispensary, and this, and that's just not enough. Um, I, I've had an opportunity to uh, travel uh, around the state, not only just talk to mayor and council members throughout the state, but also uh, you know different groups. And uh, you know the more that um, uh, mayors and council members and and people hear about the facts of recreational marijuana and how it affected other states, uh, they're all saying no, we don't want it in our backyard. There's a lot of NIMBYs out there now, but I think the more people um learn about it, uh you're gonna see more towns saying no to it. And I think that's something that we really should should listen to.
0: When you looking at California and I think some other states that did do uh Well like you look at ocean. Colorado, you look at
1: California and Oregon, you know, there's all kinds of um you know promises uh that have been made uh and promises that were never kept in California and, and Colorado alone. Uh, you know, they said they were going to bring in millions and millions of tax revenue. Well, it just hasn't. It's it's missed the point in both states, uh, and and that money was supposed to go to schools and other things, and and, and also to towns to basically, um, you know, you know, pay you know, help them. Uh, with the services, if they had a dispensary in their town, and so a lot of the mayors and, and, and legislators in these different states are scratching their heads, saying, "Well, maybe we shouldn't have done this. It's really not working out. It's not what it's not the silver bullet they all thought it was going to be. There's more problems than there is, um, you, you know, goodness in all this. And and basically, for every dollar it's raised, it's taken four dollars to." Um, you know, take care of all the different problems that they're having. For instance, a, a DRE, a drug recognition expert, uh, that is a police officer that's trained to um, um, basically uh, find out whether the person is driving uh, while impaired. And so that's a lot of training, a lot of overtime, and, and other states just didn't think of that. And so every town's going to have to have DREs trained in their town mm. to handle all the problems that they're going to foresee. In, in Colorado and, and all the other states that you know approve recreation marijuana you know you have uh, driving uh, deaths driving accidents uh, driving insurance has gone up you know so all these problems are are, are are created when you um, uh, legalize recreation marijuana
0: You've talked a bit about the um, enriched THC levels that, uh, you know, this isn't yeah. the marijuana of, of the past. I mean, tell me more just about that, your, your thoughts and concerns. About yeah,
1: you, yeah you, you, know, you know, some of the facts that I've learned while, uh, you know, I didn't know too much about this uh, before I became executive director. And so there's a lot of reading, a lot of experts that I've talked to throughout the country, especially here in New Jersey. And, you know, the THC levels, you know, people need to understand, you know, years ago, uh, At uh, you know Woodstock when you got high on on a joint it was probably ten percent at the most THC level THC is what makes you feel good. Well nowadays those joints are thirty to forty percent you know with THC levels. And that's not the problem. The problems are the edibles. The edibles are 80 to 95%. And you know, these are all geared towards children. You have gummy bears and lollipops and brownies and, and all the all these great edibles and the THC levels are just sky high. So basically, you're talking about children. That's where it's all marketed to is is the children. This is the Joe Camel of the cigarettes. The marijuana now is trying to basically get the younger kids hooked with the THC levels being so high and having them eat edibles. It's not even about, and vaping. Vaping has been a really big thing now with the marijuana oils. You know, you can vape right in front of your teacher, which 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 which, which kids are doing now in classes, and the teachers don't even know because it, it doesn't create a smell or any, any kind of, um, you, you know, uh, mist or anything like that. So, you know, it's out there. They're doing it now, but we sure don't want, uh, the, these children to, to start at a younger age um, and, and what's happening in Colorado they're starting at 12 years old 12 years old they're starting to either eat the edibles or smoke the marijuana oh my
0: gosh um, what do you say though to some of the um, the, the supporters of the the move to legalize let's say um, you know essentially that this state body will regulate it that there will be regulation as far as what goes into the marijuana and that sort of thing <laughs>
1: Well, you know, listen, uh, you know, they always say that, you know, regulation is going to be, you know, taking place. They're talking about maybe a board of five people. Um, You you know, the black market's not going away. Uh, And, you know, there's been a bunch of articles in the previous days where they just basically been talking to the people who are in the black market uh, arena. And they're saying we're not going anywhere. Matter of fact, we're going to be less um, costly than a state. Uh, run um, facility, because we're not going to have the 12% or 42% tax on it, like uh, the the governor and the state um, senate president and also the the speaker want. So the black market's not going anywhere. They've been here. They're probably going to grow. We've seen that in other um, uh, states. The black market's not going anywhere so i mean when when you know and and my job is to really educate the legislators and you know we've been able to meet with legislators throughout the state and the more they learn about you know the problems the more they're saying well maybe this is not what we thought it was going to be you know again they were all promised that this is going to create you know millions and millions of dollars in revenue and it's just not and i just saw now that the governor has put in his um you know we're Two years ago it was going to be 500 million dollars and this year they said well we're going to put in a budget 60 million dollars for marijuana when it becomes legal i, I got to tell you i think they may be putting the the horse before the cart um I-, I don't want to sound cocky or anything like that but the more people i talk to the more they don't want it you know you look mm. at the different polls that are uh, being taken these days you see 60 percent of the people you know don't mind um you know marijuana recreation marijuana but they're not asking the second question. The second question should be, "Do they want it in their neighborhoods?" That's a no, uh, that's a no. Uh, I'm not just dealing with um, you know towns like mine or or other um, you know um, middle to upper class white neighborhoods. I I've been dealing with um, you know uh, pastors and leaders. Senator Rice, um, you know, who's African American. And they're very nervous what's happening right now they see that if this becomes legal the inner city is going to be more affected than any other part of the state and it's kind of interesting because see I can't say it but they've said it and what they're saying is that white middle uh, upper income towns are going to say no and that's what I'm seeing and where is it going to go? It's going to go right to the inner city. Now, you also have to understand something. You know, when people say, well, it's just a, like a dispensary. We're not talking about one or two dispensaries in the town or in the city. We're talking about on, on as, as many as they can. You're talking about big business. It's a $58 billion industry. And what they're trying to do is get in as many areas as they can and sell as much marijuana product as they can. Because, again, you have the big cigarette companies now getting involved with marijuana companies. Um, you get got the big alcohol companies getting involved with marijuana companies. So they're all investing. And this is, this is the, the people who are investing are the people on Wall Street. This is, like I said, $58 billion industry. They, they see a major growth. So if there was a stock out there People are buying it because they see a huge increase. So other, other, other states are looking at it, um, and, uh, you know, we're looking at it closely. And I've been uh, not fighting it, but basically educating people. You know, the more we talk about it, I think the more people say, maybe it's not right for my uh, town, and maybe it's not right for my state.
0: Are you concerned about also the, we've heard about a backlash in some states that have already legalized, uh, you know, a backlash at the the sort of street corner dealers who are worried about, you know, how this would impact them? I mean, do you see, I think you kind of touched on that, but do you see some of that uh, happening as well?
1: Yeah, no, you know, I I, I basically, um, you you know, I've looked at the facts in in other states, the black market doesn't go away, it grows. Uh, I've been in a few hearings Uh, in in Trenton uh, there's a gentleman called the the weed man Uh, he he has been pushing for legalizing marijuana for years and he was probably the smartest man in the the room uh, with all these legislators and lawyers and all these experts and he said he was he was uh, he was on the uh, basically uh, speaking to the uh, legislative committee and he said I am the black market I'm not going away The black market's not going away. We will grow, and so I think people really need to listen to that because that was coming right from the horse's mouth.
0: Yeah, I talked with him actually um, when we were originally. He's a great guy. He's he's really something.
1: And 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 here is another uh, man who basically he's African American. He's been pushing for legalizing marijuana for many many years. He's been locked up, and he knows and he's against this because he believes that people of color, like him, will be locked out of this process, which they are. This is not a mom and pop uh, dispensary selling marijuana products. This is big business, this is tobacco all over again, and so people like the New Jersey Weedmen are, are gonna be out of the process, and that's why they're not, a, that's why they're not for recreational marijuana legalizing it because they know they're not a part of the process now and he's been put in jail doing the same thing that the big tobacco and marijuana companies are going to be doing if this gets legalized in
0: New Jersey. Let me ask you, too, also about um, the the sort of criminal justice uh, aspect of it. There's been, uh, you know, the argument from those, you know, on the pro side of it who say that this, you know, legalization will take the pressure off of the criminal justice system, the arrests for possession, prosecution. It will save jurisdictions, counties, you know, millions of dollars. uh, If you add it up around the state, I mean, do you see anything as far as, you know, where they stand on on that uh, side of it?
1: Um, I'm all for decriminalization. So is all the my group from New Jersey. Ramp. Bottom line is these the people who are pro marijuana and and who are, who are all for uh, expungement. Well, it's just talk. Senator Rice, Senator Singer have a bill for years in the legislature about expunging uh, records and helping people who've been put in jail or who have a record for either selling or or or, or buying or having marijuana on them. If they're really serious. Stop messing around, pass Senator Rice and Singer's bill, and let's get it done. What they're really starting to see, though, is that expunging records is not going to be easy as they think it is. It's not like you go in and, and you get your, you, you know, you send in a letter and you get your record expunged. It costs money and time. So that's, that's again, that's another lie that's been sold to the public that, you know, we're all for recreational marijuana. Let's legalize it. And let's get anyone who has a... Um, uh, um, a, a record, let's get expunged. It's not that easy. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm telling you right now, it's not an easy process. It's a costly process. New Jersey is not set up for it. To be expunged will take years.
0: Yeah, it seems like another legislative fight, uh, you know, probably. Well, of course. Ruling already yeah. in some ways, and yeah. Um and I just had a couple more questions if that's all right. Um I, I guess sure. the next one is just when you go from here, you said you're continuing to educate uh or meet with lawmakers. I mean where where do things go from here, I guess as, as the supporters try to get the bills. Uh what what's uh what's your activity kind of down the road here? What what what
1: my job is and my strategy moving forward is making sure the people who are a no uh continue to be a no. That's um members in the Senate and, and the assembly. Uh, you know, quite honestly, Dave, I've been concentrating on the Senate um, because that is, you know, there's, you know, there's 48 members, right? Uh, or, or yeah, yeah there's, there's there's 40 members, sorry, instead of 80 members, right? So right. really, the yeah. number is 21. The magic is number is 21 in the Senate, and if I can just continue to make sure that I'm there to answer any questions that the members that are a no, I, I could be there to answer them. I'm going to do that. Um, I don't believe anything's going to happen this year because I'm told that uh, the assembly speaker doesn't want to have it up uh, either as a referendum. uh, That's not going to be done or they don't want to be voting on it while their legislature, while the assembly members are are running this year in a campaign. So I I don't know what's going to happen. I know that you've heard that it's coming, it's coming. I don't know when it's coming. I really don't. I know that. uh, and, And again, you know, the governor and the Senate president and, and, and the speaker, they're all good people. They're trying to, uh, they're trying to do what they think is right. Uh, but I, I think they may be just hearing from one side. And, and uh, I think we've got to continue to discuss and, and, and really talk about the children and how this affects children and towns uh, moving forward. Well, and last
0: thing, just in you know reading about this debate over the last few months, it, and you know I was kind of surprised at how, in the press, how personal it seems to have gotten on different sides when I, mean, I saw that there was actually a uh, lawsuit or something filed um, alleging that uh, because you're a mayor and also executive yeah. director working on this that that it was a conflict of interest for you to kind of handle the lobbyist yeah. role and be a mayor what what's your response to that
1: well, you know you, you know this this is the pro marijuana stance, basically, I am the executive director of new jersey ramp i am the uh david in this goliath fight uh, so i am you know in the um the, the hair trigger uh so they're trying to come after me uh, you know there's a lawsuit it's frivolous it's not it's nothing that i'm even worried about it's it, you know you just got to see who it's coming from so i mean you know these are people who are saying that I, I have a conflict i don't have a conflict my lawyers have told me i don't have a conflict um they're just trying to shut me up, and it's not going to work. Um, so you know, the more I'm out there, the better it is going to be for everybody. So I'm not worried about it. I just got to just got to see who it's coming from. And so um, yeah, it's 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 a very personal uh, issue now with with many people. It's gotten dirty, um, and and it's gotten um, you know personal where I have people follow me in my car, uh, videoing me, and placing on uh, Facebook. And you know, just just constantly showing up to my meetings and and wherever I'm out to speak, they'll you know this group shows up, uh, you know, trying to to shut me up. But you know, I, I, I'm I'm not going to. Uh, you know, I represent uh, chiefs of police, uh, sheriff's officers, um, moms and dads throughout um, you know New Jersey, people on 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 first uh, um, um, you, you know who basically are on the the, like the the front lines fighting opioid crisis, uh, any kind of drug crisis. You know, the the, the group that I represent—doctors and and, and uh, children's psychologists—you name it, I represent them, and we're taking on the the big boys. Now, if you looked at the, um, there was a big article the other day about um, the lobbying money that's been spent last year, two years ago, there was three hundred thousand dollars spent on lobbyists. Uh, To to basically it was pro marijuana lobbyists. Last year, it was 1.4 million dollars went up 300 percent, and basically the only person who ended up on that list who's fighting the fight was New Jersey Ramp at 24 thousand dollars. That's when they hired me in May, and I do get 3 thousand dollars a month. I want to make sure that people know that I'm not hiding anything. It's I have a public affairs firm. It's what I do for a living. I have relationships on both sides of the aisle um and it just so happened that my town uh did say no to any dispensaries but it's it's worked out very well um you know the more I could talk to the the mayors of these these towns the more they get to understand what what you know what's going on but yeah it's it's personal but I'm I'm telling you right now when I told you earlier that it's all about the money follow the money 1.4 million dollars to uh basically influence legislators to vote to make marijuana, recreational marijuana, legal, and the only group that's fighting it is well, there's other groups. Don't get me wrong, but the only group that's going head-on with them is New Jersey Ramp, and we're at 24,000, where the pro marijuana groups at 1.4, and we 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 we've stopped any votes so far. So we're very proud about that.
0: I wanted to ask you just you you had mentioned that you've been followed and, and I mean you've got people yeah. videotaping you I mean are you Iraq, concerned yes, for bad, your safety? Bad. Yeah, uh, I'm mean, telling you, uh, are you concerned um, for your safety with all this going on?
1: Uh yeah, a little bit. Um because it's 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 to a point where um at, at first I didn't I really wasn't I wasn't really worried um because I just just thought that people were, were, were voicing their concerns. But when you have um, you know, articles being written uh, in high times, and there's Facebook posts, and um, you're being followed and and uh, you know harassed. Uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous. Matter of fact, <laughs> I did I did tell my wife that I was. Um, I, I guess there was a big posting on Facebook about these people following me uh, uh, in in my car, which is really just crazy. Uh, how they knew it was my car? That, yeah, that's, what's a little, uh, uh, <laughs> that's a little that's a little unsettling. But I didn't tell her that because uh, I didn't want to get her upset. And of course, sure. someone said that she that they saw something, and so she wasn't too happy with me. But you know, it's it's uh, I'm I'm you know I'm not worried um, to a point. I just I know that they're they're uh, frustrated, um, and and they shouldn't be frustrated with me. They uh, they should be frustrated with the legislature. If they want something to be done, well, then maybe the legislature will listen to them. I'm I'm just trying to educate people.
0: Well, mayor, certainly, you know, take care. I mean, regardless of, yeah. of where people are on an issue like this, you know, no one should ever feel harassed on any side of any issue, on any side of any debate or anything. I mean, I think that's something that everybody should be able to agree on. You know, you think in a in a decent world.
1: Yeah, no, and and that's just it. I mean, you know,
0: you know, being a mayor of a town, I'm,
1: uh, I love Point Pleasant Beach, and, and 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 it's been a great opportunity to represent Point Pleasant Beach. And you have, you know, um, you know, people who are just harassing you over and over and they're you know there's this lawsuit and they're basically uh harassing the people in 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 my downtown and and you know who are workers and and that really bothers me because i i don't think it should be uh taken to that level but uh, we're going to keep up the fight here uh you know new jersey ramp we've been uh we've been at it and we're going to continue
0: All right. Well, Mayor uh, Stephen Reed of uh, Point Pleasant Beach, uh, New Jersey, and also the Executive Director of Responsible Approaches to Marijuana Policy, New Jersey. Mayor, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it, sir.
1: Dave, thanks a lot. This has been great.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, That is uh, Mayor Stephen Reed on the line here on Beef Kitchen tonight, giving us uh, part one of a look at the Uh, recreational marijuana debate, uh, the opposing view. Uh, We're also going to look at the other side of this as well uh, to be balanced and fair with all of this. This has been, uh, uh, I just could say, part one of this series, uh, Dave Kinchin Tonight. You can follow us more on uh, Twitter at USA and also on Twitter at Kinchin Tonight. Thank you so much. Have a great evening.